0: Welcome to the No-Like Trust Factor, a podcast for real estate professionals. We're your hosts Betty Russo
1: and Christine Carlo George. In this podcast, we share what it takes to build the No-Like Trust Factor for success in real estate.
0: We invite marketing strategists, real estate agents, and other professionals in the real estate space to join us to talk about how they use the no-like trust factor in their business.
1: Before we get started, if you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share it with all of your friends. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram,
0: LinkedIn, and YouTube. On with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Know Like Trust podcast. I'm Betty Russo. And I'm Christine
1: George. We've got a really special guest with us today. Christina Frey is in the house. Welcome, Christina.
0: Welcome, Christina. Thank you for joining us. Thanks,
1: you guys. Good to be here. Christina has a really unique approach to marketing, and I can't wait for her to tell us all about it. Um, She's got an entirely human factor going on, and uh, uh, I just can't wait to dig in. So let me just begin by telling you a little bit about her. Christina is a marketing consultant, author, and creator of the Generosity Practice Mindset Work and the Innate marketing genius tools and method. Wow. I cannot wait to dig into those, the generosity practice and the innate marketing genius. So cool. She helps brilliant mission-based entrepreneurs look smart and get hired. And in between, she chases her dog with a stuffed animal snake, which sounds disgusting to me, um, and meditates (laughs) on a pink couch. I can't wait to hear more about that. And she obsesses over the perfect cup of green tea, all in a seaside town north of Boston. That all sounds so amazing to me. I know, doesn't it? (laughs) I know exactly where she lives. It's a beautiful seaside town north of Boston. Um, So, Christina, I just want to start off by asking first, who are your entrepreneur clients? So
2: to begin, very smart people. Let's just start with that. And specifically, those who build longer relationships with their clients, where trust is absolutely key to being hired and to maintaining your business partnership. So I mean, people like real estate agents and coaches of every variety, wellness professionals, financial
1: advisors, attorneys, I could go on, but you get the idea. I love it. So people who are basically in the relationship business. um, Yeah. Okay. So tell me, what's the biggest problem your clients need solved? So when a new client comes to you, what's the biggest challenge they're having? A
2: lot of times it's about really, I mean, obviously getting clients consistently. That's always the big issue. But the way to do that, there's you know 57 things you could do at any given moment and if you're a business owner you already have 75 million things you have to do yeah. so the challenge is you know what does focus in marketing even look like and um and th- that's why i jumped to the question what's the best way for you to have the biggest impact out there Like that's what we want. We want you to look really trustworthy. You're the expert. We can not take our eyes off you. You go give a talk or whatever it is you do. And it truly makes an impact. But that, you know, it takes some time at Mm -hmm. the front end to develop that stuff. So you got to make a good decision out of the gate as to which strategy is going to sort of check a lot of boxes. That's what we want.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I think, I mean, there's so much behind that, like, I have so many questions around that. But, you know, when you say they have 57 other things to do, I mean, that's so true of small business owners and entrepreneurs like real estate agents. I always say they're the chief cook and bottle wash- washer, you know, they're they're doing, especially a broker owner, you know, somebody who owns the business. Um how, Before we get into your approach, how do you, and maybe this is part of it, how do you actually keep them focused? Because a lot of times not only are they managing multiple things, but they're also, you know, they're salespeople in effect. So they're, they're, you know, subject to, you know, the latest, what do they say? The squirrel that runs by like multiple distractions or the next greatest thing that's going to solve their issues. How do you reel them in and keep them focused?
2: Yeah, and I call those the shiny toys of marketing. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's hard not to chase those down. So what I have found, and this is not something I realized when I first started, what I have found is when you are connected to how you love helping other humans, and by the way, you have a very unique way of doing that aside from your expertise, if you can tap into that, that is focusing That's what I do all the time. I pretty much figure out, okay, hello, client. You have this, let's call it magic superpower, whatever you want to say. I say innate marketing genius. And it's this way of being that you come alive in service to other people. It's very energizing and it's unique to you. So what if you could use that to Really know what you want to say, how you want to say it, what kind of impact you want to have. And it it all starts with that deepest why in service to other humans.
1: Oh, my God. I love that. Okay. So you're saying your innate marketing genius is actually your superpower um, and that it's, it's really your why. Is it's your
2: correct? why and it's also the transformative power that your voice has. And I mean, I use voice really broadly. That can be your messaging. It can be, you know, just what makes you excited to help somebody else. It's all
1: in there. Okay. Like what you stand for, right? Exactly. All right. So let's get into the innate marketing genius. Tell me, tell us more about what that method is and how you implement it with your clients.
2: Sure. So I have a way to help anybody figure out just, you know, just by closing their eyes, right, I take them on a journey, and take them to this beautiful place that they decide like, I'm just sort of giving you behind the scenes some of my process here. And I just take them to this place where they just absolutely love to be. And when they're there, I have them visit with several people in a row and offer them things. And what happens with that is every single client I've ever worked with goes to a unique place and offers things in a unique way. Like every piece of it is really specific to you. And when they open their eyes and start discussing that with me, I can pretty quickly land on an archetype You know, like if you're the one who in your journey, internal journey, if you're the one who just loves to be like hugging people and, you know, making them feel comfortable and just bringing them to like a really comfortable place, it chances are you're some kind of a nurturer. That's what I am, by the way, because there's these big, broad categories that everybody falls under. Mm -hmm. Um, But what if you're the person who loves to help people have adventures on their own? You get them going, but then you leave them be. So some people are like that, right? So you can see these unique ways. And I call this, by the way, adventure guides. That's another category. Um, So every single person has, I mean, I keep saying this, but it's true. And it it surprises me every time. Uh, You know, when people open their eyes and they say what they did, I'm like, you realize that no other person I've ever worked with does or did what you just did. (laughs) Like when you were there helping other humans in this journey where you made all the choices, I just brought you there. You did it in your own way. Let's use that to get your message clear and choose your strategy.
1: Okay. So can I try something on you? Yeah. Okay. So because I think this is what you're talking about, but I want to just clarify. So couple, it was it was a few years back. I worked with a coach, a business coach, and she was, I guess, similar to you because she started out with a visualization. She, and honestly, I thought it was really weird in the beginning because I thought, oh my God, she wants me to close my eyes and do this, like, as Deborah Trapin would call it, vision casting, right? She wants me to do this ver- visualization. But as I got into it, it was super cool. So ultimately... She brought me down the road and she got me into this place where I was on a beach, sitting in a hammock overlooking the water and this woman was walking towards me and she she had some kind of a veil or a hood on I couldn't see exactly her face until she got close to me and when she got close to me, I realized she was my grandmother wow. and when the coach asked me you know what do you know what do you what do you want to ask her? I can't remember exactly what the coach asked me to ask her what, but she said, I said, she wants me to take better care. That was her message to me. So is that, is that kind of where you're going with this? Is that the kind of visualization you bring people to through? I do.
2: And what I try to do, this is what I work on all the time is making sure that, my client is making all the choices themselves. Like I'm not pushing them anywhere. And also that they feel comfortable to be as present as humanly possible so that whatever they're experiencing is not them pushing. Cause so much marketing comes from pushing. Yes, <laughs> That's what makes it exhausting. So yes. when we're cooking up this archetype, it really just, my job is to make sure that it's actually coming from you and not from your. Um,
0: pressure to perform. This is so interesting to me. Um, it, it We all know that no two people are alike and we're all different, but this digs really so deep. I mean, we talk about it all the time too, like just being who we are and bringing that out in our marketing and, you know, how we interact with people. But this is like really deep this this goes way beyond that and how you how you get to that point like how you really know who you are and and act upon it like how do you how do you take a person to that level like Christine what you were talking about too i feel like you were somewhere else like and i feel like in this yeah. process christina we're like actually somewhere else when we're figuring this out does that make any sense yes yeah, so, it is It is deep work and I can speak to that. Um, yes, please. A
2: little of it is me being really, I mean, I guess, I don't know if sneaky is the word because <laughs> I don't tell people why I'm doing the steps I'm doing. I just take them on a little journey and let them have some fun and have it be as enjoyable as humanly possible. And then shazam at the end of the whole thing, this beautiful awareness of themselves comes through but they have to have fun and they have to be relaxed. That I hope is my own superpower that I can empower them to get there. The other piece of it is I actually don't work with people unless they've done an entire month of the generosity practice mindset tool that you guys mentioned at the beginning. So that's a 10 minute daily where they're actually called upon to close their eyes, go on a little journey, only 10 minutes like I said, And you got to tap into a deeper truth. So they have some, they have a little bit of practice when they walk in the door. I found that it's a game changer. If people have done that for 30 days, they are ready to go deeper. It's awesome.
1: So the generosity practice is this month long sort of um, reflection that comes before the innate marketing genius method? Mm -hmm.
2: It is. And I will speak to uh, the sort of vibe that is so important in marketing. uh, And that speaks to why generosity practice. So you may, both of you, have tried some strategies and messaging that fell flat. I mean, who hasn't had that experience? Or maybe we get overwhelmed by all the emails in our email box, right? So what happens is there's overwhelm and resignation around people trying to help each other, right? You put out messaging like, oh, I wanna help you, but like, we all get so much of that. We tune it out. And when you tune it out and just get resigned about marketing in general, you're not gonna put together a beautiful message. You're not gonna get excited and embodied and present and real about what you can really do for people. So the generosity practice gets you really, I don't know, really moved deeply moved by how you could be in service to people to the world to anyone and it takes work and it's i mean without saying too much i'll just say it's a generative creative process every day it's not just like go to a happy place i'm having you do things (laughs) i'm having you make creative choices you know like it's an active slash passive practice so it's a little tough to get your arms around but the the net result of it is a contribution mindset—that's what I call it. Like you're super jazzed to just get out and help people.
0: So it's a guided practice by you, Christina, which is great to hear because I always wonder how people, like like Christine, uh, you do meditation, right? I always wonder how people get themselves to that state where they can come across you know, become aware of all of these underlying factors that lie within them. I, I just can't, I can't figure out, I can't figure that out. So Christina, I need a lot of work here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I definitely stopped listening to what all the marketing geniuses tell us to do because it never, you know, to me just doesn't feel right. And I kind of always just like to go with my gut, but I know that I could do so much better. Um, I, I, I just, I just don't know how people get there. So yeah, this is really exciting. I love this.
1: Christina, I'm curious how you found this sort of gap in marketing because I, you know, it, it, it really, your own marketing of yourself is in my mind, unique and breaking through the noise. How did you, how did you find this space for yourself
2: Yeah, I really appreciate that, Christine. So I began by focusing on the generosity practice. Uh, I thought that I was going to go just whole hog out into the world with that because it has a lot of uses and a lot of people other than business owners can benefit from it, including performers and nonprofits. And I mean, I could go on and on. Um, And I've worked with them. So what I did was I had a field study of 40 people in five countries use the practice for 30 days and give me feedback. And when I did that, the business owner said to me, hey, this is actually making me a lot bolder getting out there and marketing. I have way more energy to do it. And I'm a better sales negotiator because when I'm at the table, I'm not so nervous about winning the contract. I'm really listening to the person across the table, even if there's wow. thousands of dollars on the table.
1: Oh my so God, that just powerful. that
2: just stopped me in my tracks. I was like, I can't believe you just told me this. So then what I, I, I did another field study and I worked with 40 entrepreneurs over four months where I took them through this deep process I already shared with you, um, which by the way, is the deepest process of the generosity practice. That's the journey where I take people to a really beautiful place and have them give things. And you know, there's a lot of information that comes out of that if you do it a certain way. And I did that with 40 people, and I noticed, to my surprise, that everybody had their own archetype, uh, where it's like, whoa, this is really what you love to do when you're helping people. And then I took a step back and I said, well, is there something I need to know here in these 40 examples? And that's when I found the five categories. And that became my talk. So just real quick, there are nurturers, adventure guides, door openers, steady presences, and celebrators. And each of them has their own deepest why, um, with helping people. And that then I know how to help people go from, Oh, you're a celebrator. Here's how you tell your story. Oh, Oh, you're a door opener. Here's how you tell your story. Like I know how to translate your deepest why into action and message.
0: So that's wow. kind of where it came
1: from. Oh my God. I don't know about you, Betty, but I'm sitting here going, okay, help us.
0: I know. I'm, I'm actually like, I'm quiet at times because I'm like just trying to like take this all in and try to figure out like how this all happens. Uh, yeah. And and I am like, help us. We need to do this. I know. <laughs> how fun would it be to, for, for you and I to figure out which archetype?
1: We are and how yeah. that could translate into improving what we do here on the pod. I think
0: that's going to be our next project, Yes, Christine. We're doing this. <laughs> so, Christina, I would imagine that, you know, you've gone through the whole process yourself. Yeah. Um, but how did you, like, what drew you to to this, to doing this um, and helping people with this process? So after, I mean, initially, you know, after working with those
2: 40 people, I noticed that, yeah, there were archetypes, but also that it got a lot easier to decide what strategy to recommend for their marketing. And uh, every time people were, you know, they went from being exhausted and scattered to, oh my gosh, this is me. Why wouldn't I do this? Right? Like someone who really wasn't wanting to be a speaker realized I have such a strong message and I really need to be out there as a speaker. Like I need to step into that leadership now. You know, people having these big moments of, yeah, I'm ready to show up in a bigger way. So when you help people reach those places, I mean, if you're coachy at all, which I'm getting both of you are, what is better than that? Like helping people get to those transformational moments and then empowering them steadily to just
1: take the show on the road. That's my life. Oh, I I, I love that. And I, I, the thread through all of this and, in the, you know, and this really helps you attract, you know, the, the people, the like-minded people is that your thread is that you're working, you're helping people, who have a contribution mindset, like you said. And so, you know, people who are not in that mind space are not your people, right? Yeah. Um, so can you give us an example of a success story of one of your clients? Absolutely. So I'm just thinking of the speaker again. I worked with a,
2: uh, a life coach And she used to work in HR and she's just really good at helping people transition their career. But she also said to me when we first worked together, you know, I used to work for other people who were speakers, but I'm definitely not a speaker. But what we discovered (laughs) is that her archetype was this wizard, she's, she's a nurturer. let's just say that for the umbrella. So what her deepest why is in general is to make it safe for others to thrive, specifically for her. It's when she gathers a group of people, she's kind of like that wizard in the room that makes everyone calm down and tap into their deepest wisdom. Like she is brilliant at that.
1: Wow. And
2: with that and another conversation around how she naturally likes to connect with people, because that's another part of my process and also where she is in her business, it became absolutely like you are a speaker. You're going to do talks. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 like it's time for you to own that and get out there and be an authority in that particular way. Now her message specifically was all about your inner critic. And it's really funny to me that her inner critic was basically talking to me during our session saying, I'm not a speaker. Yeah. So, like, and then she starts doing these talks. This is a year before COVID landed on us. Uh, and, you know, full houses, half the room, signing up to meet with her, you know, client after client signing up, everyone getting on her email list. And I will just say now, not all of this is my work with her, but it's partially because of it. She now has a full roster of clients. It is so busy with her that she's, she's like, do I need to hire another coach to help me? Or how can I, do I want to do this for much longer? Like she's so busy yeah. with great clients. So I, I'm just, my favorite thing about all that is that I've attended a couple of her talks because I love watching my clients come into their own. And I just, my favorite thing in life is to watch a room riveted by this person who didn't want to do talks and then they all sign up for her stuff. Wow, what a reward for you.
0: Yeah. What Talk a great story. Your You're yeah. transforming people into yes. their truest self.
1: Yes. And, on, and quite honestly, you're doing it through building no like, and trust with people, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. That's what we're aiming for. And you're helping people do the same. Oh, my God. It's it's powerful. So, um, oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait to read your new book. So you've got a new book coming out. It's called The Generosity Practice, 40 Days to Unstoppable. Talk a... Talk, talk about that tell us about it (laughs) sure so this is a
2: gentle (laughs) a gentle introduction to the mindset practice i have to tell you that you know when you get really connected with people as you teach this work it's actually a little difficult to translate it into a book because Maybe I don't want to give a book to people because I love being one on one with them, right? That was a choice and a decision, and it wasn't easy. Yeah. So, and I didn't know if a paper format was going to translate because to me, this work is magical. It's one of the most important things that I do with people. So, it's taken me two years. And so now it's this I don't know, like, i've been teaching this tool for six years and i've done it on -on one-on-one sessions in workshops and an online program that i offer my clients and so now i've translated into like i said a step-by-step gentle easing in because here's the thing what i used to do is i used to throw people right in the deep end i gave like an initial training (laughs) gave them some tools gave them the the basic practice and then go Go have deep revelations on day one. Now, there are some people that are ready for that. But honestly, a lot of people are not that could yeah. truly benefit and that's totally okay. Like on day one in this particular format, I ask people to pretend that they're an elf in their town and they get to give away five things to people on the street like just because they want to. Like totally low pressure. You don't even have to close your eyes. Like, do you want to give away ice cream cones today? Great. What about, you know, some flowers? Or I don't care. Like just put something down. Don't make too much out of it. And then as you keep going, you're going to get more and more like, the deliciousness and the deepness or the depth of what is that one gift you could give out to the world today?
1: Like that's where you go eventually. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That is so awesome. And you know what I think it does? It just builds confidence in people, in their ability to have an impact in their ability to, to bring good into the world. Um, And it just, I, I think it's, it's, it's a formula for, continuing to have that mindset I think I think people by default want to do good in the world they want to leave something really good behind but but they don't always know what it is or how to do it mm-hmm. right also
2: it gets exhausting and there's a huge cultural tendency to be martyrs when you do that it's yeah. so easy all of us do it almost every day like, Oh, I'll just sort of, you know, bow a little bit in service to another person. And I mean, that can even creep in when you're sitting there in your car and you're letting someone come in who's cutting you off. And you're like, well, okay, just this one, like that martyr thing comes in, in a split second. Yeah. So I honestly, when I hear you talking, Christine, about it, I just realize, you know, sometimes I like to get on my soapbox and say, with the world with the the issues we have cooking along here with you know even the boston area having the smoke from oregon fires like the problems are real they're yeah. enormous and we can't afford to be exhausted and martyred like we got work to do and so yeah. i want you know i just want not just business owners but anyone who cares about the world to have the energy and joy to do it
1: oh i love it Oh my God! And on that note, where are people? Where can we find your book, and when?
2: Yes. Well, by the time this comes out, it will be on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and most books book uh, sellers. So I'll just leave it at those two because I know for sure they'll be there for those. Okay. And um, and another way to find me, just in case, is. Innate Marketing So everything is on there, innate which I'm sure you'll have somewhere. But
1: yes. yes, we'll definitely put that in the show notes. Do you have um, an ETA on your book? It is, I mean, it actually is officially uploaded to
2: my distributor. I just need to get the paper copy in my hands, which is about to happen maybe tomorrow. So in about four days, I will be launching it out. So
1: seriously, like it, you know, within the week, it will be out. Fantastic. So we're sitting here on July 29th today recording this. So by the time this gets published, it will be out there. Yeah. So we'll definitely have the link to it on Amazon in the show notes. It's called the generosity practice 40 days to unstoppable. I can't wait to get it. Um, And when, you know, when when it does come out, Christina, we might have to invite you to come back and talk more about it.
2: I would love that. And I very much appreciate talking to both of you and that you guys had
0: me on your show. Oh, you're welcome. Wow. Christina, we enjoyed having you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it was a pleasure. And yeah, everyone that's listening, we encourage you to follow Christina. Um, you you did mention your website. How about social media? Are you, where are you on social media that we can find you?
2: Yeah. So Facebook, it's innate marketing genius. And that's really where I live, but also on LinkedIn under my name, Christina Fry F-R-E-I. And I am on Instagram, but I don't really talk shop on Instagram. So, but you can find me at Christina K. Fry.
0: Awesome. Great. Thank you so so much. Thanks you guys. Yeah. It's been great. So I think that's a wrap. Um, Yeah. Everyone that's listening, um, again, we encourage you to follow Christina. And please, if you're enjoying our podcast, we'd love it if you'd share it with your friends and write us a review. We look forward to seeing you next time. And yeah, Christina, we'll definitely have you back on again. It was a joy. Thank you. Thanks. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review.
1: And if you're interested in being a guest on our show, please reach out to us on social media for consideration. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We look forward to seeing you next time.